I'm Mike. I'm Italian, but if you think that defines me, you can forget about it. And I'm Justin. And I didn't come here to make friends. I came here to have a relationship that'll just keep on going on and on for years and years. And we're going to keep on texting each other drunk every every six months and going, what are we doing with ourselves? Why am I doing this? Who is this person to me? I don't know you. And I did not come here to make friends. And this is Shit My, my girlfriend, girlfriend Makes Me Watch. And welcome back to Shit My Girlfriend Makes Me Watch. My name is Mike Coscarelli. And my name is Justin Perez. We are your boyfriends on the couch watching reality TV with you. Uh, not really enjoying it. it. Just your hands are in disgust and you're just, you're upset. You know, you worked a hard day at work. You, you're an elevator repairman. Yeah, you fix elevators. Yeah, and you used to work for Otis, but you got canned. You got canned. You got your pink slip. One woman dies from an elevator going up while you're repairing it, and they just never forgive that. And they ruin a good man. And then you're watching Real Housewives! <laughs> you're very excited and happy to see all your friends from North Jersey. <laughs> yes, that's right. Uh, we have a very special episode where uh, the Real Housewives of New Jersey is back. We were literally, last week when we recorded with Vicki DeVille, the show was coming on probably about 20 minutes after we recorded recorded so we couldn't really do anything about it or talk about it um just because of timing but this week that's what we got for you we're all in so we're what we're gonna do is justin is gonna kind of let you guys know what he watched when he watched this episode episode one of real housewives <laughs> and i'm going to translate it and remind him that all of it is normal in new jersey Yes, but it seemed uh, macabre, uh, yes. bizarre, uh, absurd. Absolutely none of it was any of those things. It was Thursday to Mike. Yes, <laughs> Wednesday, actually. Wednesday, and uh, it was very good. Um, but before we get to that, Mike, how was your week? My week. Oh, boy. Uh, my week was fine, Justin. I, uh-huh. I, I capped it off with a... Nothing exciting to report here. Nothing to report. <laughs> I did I did end up in Atlantic City. Uh-huh. Uh, I spent a nice planned little... Planned or uh, by accident? Planned, but it'd okay. be pretty sad if it wasn't planned. <laughs> uh, to, to stay in theme with all of the New Jersey stuff that we're going to talk about. Every North Italian man at his wit's end somehow... Ends up in Atlantic City. It's have you been? You've been before, yeah, right? I've been a lot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've been a lot. Yeah. Uh, so, I just for the listener to get context on what a degenerate gambler uh, I am when I when I really dip down there because that's that's one of my big vices. I, I, I've learned that my uh, when I was like in college or when I was like in my early twenties, I was like very like. I was pretty moderate about drinking. I never did drugs. And people mm-hmm. used to say to me all the time, like, Mike, what are your vices? You, you, this guy, he's got no vices. Gambling. <laughs> gambling is one of them. Yeah. <laughs> hair boy, gel, oh boy, do I like hair gambling. gel, gambling. Yeah. Food. <laughs> food is the other one. Absolutely. There's no question about it. And I say food, not as a shot at Mike and his uh, recent weight gain and maybe recent weight loss. Yeah, I have lost weight. Yeah. Uh, Does it look like I it? I say that is. Does it look like it? Yeah, sure. And I, I say, I mean, how could I tell? I see you every day. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like the bum you see on the street. Is he really cleaned up? I don't know. Um, but I say this okay. to you. Uh, food is a vice because minutes before we were about to record it. Mike was like, hey, 
do you want to get that pie from across the street? It's <laughs> a <laughs> so four and twenty Blackbirds, a pie shop across the street from my house, and we got some fucking pie. It's, it's pretty damn good. It's pretty good. <laughs> yes, yeah, so that's vice one. Vice two is uh, certainly gambling. Gambling, yeah. And uh, uh, Atlantic City, folks, ladies, <laughs> it is not a great place to be. Yeah. And here's the problem: you you remember that a day after you've been there. Like mm-hmm. when you're going down there, it's like the last time I had been in Atlantic City was probably about five years ago. I try to stay away because I know. see baby, the entire time you got music, you yeah. got a couple of jokes. Going, hey, we're going to Atlantic yeah, City. I'm gonna pour champagne on your face, you dirty yeah. son of a bitch. Yeah, uh, you're you're really pumped to get down there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we were staying at Caesars, which, by the way, my grandma. Uh, gambles enough that she was able to get us a practically free room at Caesar's Palace in yeah. Atlantic City. And my mom has that power. Yeah. Everywhere, like uh, on cruise ships and Foxwoods, Atlantic City. Literally, she makes a call and she's given a free room. It's sort of like a being like a godfather, yeah. but sadder because she's spending money gambling. Thousands, at least tens of thousands yes, of dollars yes. a year. So um, my grandma gets us the room and we're down there. And like day one is fun. We're there. We Nobody's really lost any money yet. You know, Imagine Friday night. this will continue then. <laughs> yeah, why wouldn't it? Of course. <laughs> You're there for three days. It There's one no night, way. It'll happen two more. <laughs> uh, we're playing poker at the Borgata. Mm-hmm. We're playing blackjack at Caesars. Room. Yeah, very good Borgata poker Borgata is the place you want to go to play poker. There's still people who are dumb in poker at the Borgata. Yes, certainly. Uh, also at the Trop where we ended up playing poker. Trop's all right. Trop is, they have dumber people at the Trop. Think so? Most certainly. There was a poker tournament this week that we didn't know about that was happening. Uh-huh. So you had like uh, one or two like actual poker pros uh-huh. in the room who were winning. Uh-huh. Uh, and then you had a lot of other people that I think think that they're poker pros like sure. or want to be. Uh-huh. So they take it very seriously as opposed to people at the... Like at the trop, it was just a bunch of motherfuckers that like. Hey, fuck it. Yeah, it see this. So play uh, blackjack for an hour. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but uh, it was great. That first night, you know, the first half of that night, we're all we're getting drunk. Yeah, we're get, of course. We're, we're gambling, mm-hmm. and then uh, the longer you stay, man, you're out to like four o'clock in the morning, five o'clock in the morning. Uh, you know, all of these nights that you're down there. And then you start seeing the problem is when you go to the tables early, like we were we were in Atlantic City on Saturday by like 1 p.m. Mm-hmm. And we started gambling by 2 p.m., I think. Wow. And That's a lot of restraint. <laughs> yeah, it, it's pretty it's pretty sad to to be in Atlantic City at two o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday because you see a lot of people making a lot of calls to their banks. Yes. <laughs> to get uh, an extra line of credit so uh, they can just. Put it on black one more time. Well, the good thing about Atlantic City is there's no way to tell it's 2 p.m. inside a casino. There's no way. Dude, we <laughs> it might as well be fucking midnight I in didn't, there. I didn't see the sun. Because people are weeping. People are drunk. Yeah. People are just, uh, uh, you know, selling the their wedding ring off. Totally. There's literally, I was walking to the bathroom at 3 o'clock in the morning on Sunday night uh-huh. in Caesars. And I walked past the roulette table. And I swear to God, I thought I saw somebody with a pe- piece of paper on black that said mortgage on it. <laughs> that is absurd. It's like a cartoon. It's it like is. a Looney Tunes. It's it, like a, a, a Porky Pig character yeah. and the fucking who placed ca- his bet. <laughs> mortgage, yeah. oh no. And the casino, man, they don't care. There's no... It's crazy because it's uh, it's illegal in most places, uh, but there's obviously a couple of um, beautiful, 
beautiful shoot-in safe havens across this country uh-huh. that do allow gambling. And um, I'm very pro legalizing gambling yeah. but then you spend a little time in some of these places and that's when you realize maybe it's for the best that it's not legal everywhere because this it's we, a devastating effect even when it's only legal in like every third state yeah honestly you know I mean? man, like it, there's a lot of sadness in atlantic city yeah even when even like even when you're having fun and partying i, lo- I lost a couple hundred dollars when i was down there if i know More you than a couple. you're <laughs> half italian half jewish I think you know the exact dollar amount. I lost a couple of hundred of dollars. <laughs> what is the dollar there? amount? I, I don't want to tell you. Come on, just tell me the dollar amount. I won't look if you less. I Let's lost. put it this way. I took. I, I went down to Atlantic City. I gave myself $700 to gamble uh-huh. with. Did you I go lost, to the I lost several hundreds of dollars. <laughs> you lost seven hundred dollars. <laughs> I lost several hundreds of dollars. <laughs> you lost seven hundred dollars. You I lost six hundred and like forty dollars. Not seven. I lost se- but I did oh. lose several. So it's more than seven. I lost several hundreds of dollars. <laughs> I, I think it's more than seven. I'm not I gonna tell you how an, much it I was. think there was another trip to the ATM and you going, I could win this back. And what's my limit on my ATM? I didn't. I actually didn't go to the ATM. I didn't lose more than 700, but I did lose several hundreds. Several hundreds. Don't guess because I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> not on microphone. Why? Who cares? Because somebody in my, my family might listen to this and I might have to get re- I might get reprimanded by somebody that I don't want to. So you think your family would reprimand you if, if it was if 700? Dad, yeah. But if it was 200, he'd be like, well, you know, you. Yeah. Dems the brakes. I do. My dad is <laughs> My dad is very conservative when it comes to money. He yeah. doesn't spend on cheap. Anything. He's a cheap guy. Very cheap guy. And I did <laughs> not get that way. I'm G- I'm dating a conservative American woman. Are you dating a Jewish woman? <laughs> That's the weirdest way to say it. Uh, he's very cheap, and he does not approve of my spending habits. Yeah. Wait, is your dad the Jewish no. person on your family? My mom's a Jew. Your mom's a Jewish person. My mom your mom's a tall money. Jewish woman. She's a big lady, yeah. She's tall, yeah. She's, she's very a tall. brick house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but overall, uh, other than seeing all the sad people in uh, Atlantic City, because uh, there's so much trash down there, man. Yes. It's, it's so close to Philly, which is, even though it's an East Coast city with a lot of uh, historical impact, <laughs> sure. one of the worst that our country has to offer. Philly has become a tent city filled with people in various stages of heroin addiction in yeah. certain parts. Obviously, there's great parts. There's It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's a great show. Uh, there's yeah, the, I guess the we 76ers, wouldn't have gotten the show. Joel Embiid, <laughs> uh, the Liberty Bell, the Rocky ben Steps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, but then, then they you, also give you, uh, you know, guy with uh, matching backwards hat to uh, uh, disgusting red shirt covered in cheesesteak grease. Yeah. And uh, there's like... At least a million of those people living in in or around that city. For the most of our fans, uh, are women or gay men, which we welcome you. No uh, Holloway, what up? <laughs> I I I don't know anything about No Holloway. He could be anything. So so uh, you cannot he's assume he is fluent. Uh, but he's but still our guy, though. He's our dude through and through. Yeah, Maddie Jergy, what up? True friend now in real life. What up, girl? Um, I will say, uh, Philadelphia. For those you don't know, 
has some of the most atrocious fan behaviors in sports history. Oh, yeah. They've thrown batteries at players. Yeah, they threw. There's a famous uh, incident in sometime in the 70s where uh, the Philadelphia Eagles were so bad that yes. year that the Eagles, as a, the team organization, uh, around Christmas time, sent a Santa Claus yes, yes, onto yes. the field. Yes, at uh, I think it was it was the Link back then. Sure, L- Lincoln Field. Lincoln Field. Yeah, they sent him on Lincoln Field, and the crowd threw snowballs at Santa Claus because the team was so at bad. Santa Claus. And they, they were, were so, so upset at the team. They threw snowball <laughs> at a fictional character who's meant to spread joy to boys and girls. Yeah. Throughout America, so no shade if you live, uh, in you know, in the Philly greater metropolitan, no, greater Philadelphia area, but you scumbags, <laughs> you scumbags. <laughs> uh, I've been to a many uh, Phillies and Mets games, both in Philadelphia and also City Field and in, in Queens, New York, and I've heard some atrocious things. Yeah, uh, an all-time favorite is uh, I was at a Philly uh, Mets game in Philly, says a, a Citizens Bank Park, and a Philly fan. Uh, 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 like we were sort of by the the visitors, uh, the visitors uh, dugout. Oh, yeah. And David Wright was coming back into the field. You know, he 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 caught a ball. He made the, the last out in the inning. He's coming and back. He said, Ah, my back! <laughs> ah, my back! <laughs> Little baseball joke, ladies. Yeah, you can uh, you can turn it his off. His back is broken. Uh, he's <laughs> a broken man. Uh, and he's coming back. To, he's coming back to the dugout, and someone goes, Hey, Wright, big fan over here. And Wright looks up and sort of gives him a thumbs up, and he goes, "You're a fucking faggot!" <laughs> and screams it at him. He tricked him. He tricked him by saying, "Big fan over here." Yeah, it's and the old so, Philadelphia switcheroo. And then he called him a word which I'm not comfortable saying <laughs> yeah, at all. Yeah. yeah. But I'm quoting a bad person. And where's that bad person from, Mike? Philadelphia. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you very sense. much. And that's Philadelphia for you. And that's sort of the the mass within uh, uh, Atlantic City. You have a lot of that. You have a lot of South Jersey. A lot of a lot of North Jersey. Yeah. A lot of Central Jersey. But the North Jersey people are the good people. Uh, sure. But <laughs> and then you have uh, there's a lot of football jerseys being worn at poker tables there. It's really a lot of sweatpants. A lot of sw- a lot of sweatpants. <laughs> a lot of sweatpants it's in the es- poker room. It's essentially the entire <laughs> you'd want to wear to a strip club. And for some reason, people are wearing it to yeah, a poker table. It's really bad. Uh, and then you, and then you have some you know New York trash. It's a whole mix of people in Lang City, and every time I've gone there, I've had a great time. I've had three hours of sleep, and yeah. I've shared a room with twelve men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've yeah. shared a, a, yep. a one bedroom, a king size ah. bed with twelve men. So we've had the same experience. <laughs> exactly. How many people were in your room this time? Four. We had two queens. Oh, two. <laughs> yeah, and that's just and the two those queens. are just the prostitutes. <laughs> I was going to say the two queens were named Michael and Peyton. <laughs> uh, we have fun. We have fun. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, overall, a uh, pretty good week. The AC trip was fun, despite being sad for uh, you know the the entire region sure. of New Jersey. Sure, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, how was yours? Uh, <laughs> it was good. It was. Uh, I went to uh, Austin, Texas. Oh yes, for a wedding in Tejas, in Austin, Tejas, if you will. Deep in the heart of Texas, yep. you clapped in the wrong spot, but it's well, okay. whatever. I, I have the clap, and uh, it was a good time. Uh, my good friend from high school, Megan Donaldson, got married to her boyfriend slash fiance, now husband. Well, now husband, yeah. Micah, who's a very du- cool dude, big fan of him, big fan of both of them. I've known them. I've known Megan since I was in like middle school. We briefly made out at the age of nineteen. We've remained friends. It's been cool. I've been friends with uh, Micah since they started dating. He's a very cool dude, big fan of him. 
We've hung out before. I've come down to Texas. It was a great time. I brought my girlfriend mm. Taz with me. I go ahead. Go ahead. I, I feel a twist coming. <laughs> Is there a twist? Uh, uh, you tell and me. So, <laughs> and so I brought my girlfriend, me Taz. We went to the nice Airbnb. We had a great time. We went to the wedding. It was a great wedding. It was a great casual. They're both like thirty-five, so they're both smart people, and they go, you know what? Fifty people. We're not having more than fifty people. Like when she invited me, she goes, if you have something else going on, like a bar show or like a bar show or like an open mic, don't even worry about it. <laughs> like she was like anything like, uh, you know, uh, we'll save on the plate. <laughs> yeah. She's like, don't worry about it. You don't have to come. And I was like, no, no, Megan, you're a good friend of mine. I would love to come. And I just love going to, te- to Austin, Texas, because it's like, imagine Brooklyn. Imagine your favorite whitest parts of Brooklyn made into a city. Mm. And that's the best way I can describe Austin. Brooklyn is a city. Sure, but I'm I'm saying imagine Park Slope with like a quarter of Bushwick mixed with like three quarters of Williamsburg. You know what I mean? Like ah, yes. Imagine it without the minorities. Yes, that's exactly what I would say. (laughs) I did not see a minority in Austin, Texas. (laughs) What a paradise! And if I did, he (laughs) literally was wearing like as a minority. I viewed like other minorities who looked exactly like me. We Mm. all had Patagonia on. And we all high fives. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're fooling them white bitches. It was <laughs> great. <laughs> uh, so we're in Texas. We're having a great time. And uh, the wedding was great. Uh, and the <laughs> this is a great part. Uh, the bride's father at one point uh, comes up to me. And he, he had a couple of drinks in him. And he, you know, eh, how you doing, buddy? Big fan of you. We, we chatted for a while. Then the Big fan of the pod? <laughs> no, no, uh, no. He hates the pod. Has he heard it? No, he hasn't heard it. He oh. doesn't know what a fucking podcast is. He's uh. a retired postal worker. He doesn't know what's going uh, on. Oh, okay. An old man. All right. So, uh, so whatever. The the wedding's going fine. We're, we're, I'm BSing. Then the night goes on. The night progresses. It's pretty much the end of the night. I'm, I'm at the bar by myself, just sort of like taking it all in, drinking a, a an old fashioned mezcal mm. by myself. And uh, he comes up to me again and. To the right is the groom's friend who I kind of I, I, I spoke to him for two seconds and then uh, the bride's father comes up to me and goes, <laughs> you loved her, but then she married somebody else <laughs> and sort of gives me like a little bear hug as a joke. And then I'm like, oh, 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 that was years ago, sir. That was 16 years ago. Uh, and uh, she seems happy, and I'm a big fan of Mike. I, I like, I just had to save face yeah. because you sure, do it was her, true. Yeah. yeah, 16 to 17 years ago, but I've moved on. I don't know if you saw the woman I was with. Uh, I'm dating somebody. Uh, <laughs> your daughter is married. I think I got over it. I showed up here. I didn't interrupt the wedding, did I? Yeah. They didn't give us an option. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I did not interrupt. He never said, does anybody have Does any anyone have a reason why this shouldn't go on? You should have asked. <laughs> no, no. But that's the modern wedding thing now. They stopped doing that for some reason. And I always love it because I'm dying for someone to be like, it's actually. It's like very tongue in cheek almost. It feels very like when they first started doing it, it was like. It was serious. It was serious. Was it serious? Yeah. yeah. Is there a reason why someone should. Yes. 
She's been whoring around the town like an old bicycle. You know what I mean? Like, and then they duel. Yeah, then, it would be something to shame women, I'm sure. Oh, uh, okay. There's no way, but but uh, yeah, but there's no way it was put in place to affect men. Yeah, there was no way it was to be like he's a serial cheater. <laughs> it's like no, no. It was something the women. She looked at me in church. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> during yeah. the collection plate, you know what I mean? Interesting. Okay. So uh, th- there's there's none of that, but obviously. I don't give a shit. I'm happy. I'm here because I'm happy. And I had to save face. It was very funny. I didn't even tell. I didn't even tell Megan because I was like, I don't want her to get like a bad memory of this wedding. Right. Uh, so I'm like, I'm not even going to tell her that her dad was like, you love her still, huh? You fool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I am saying it on a podcast to perhaps hundreds of people. And, well, uh, perhaps. Perhaps. <laughs> After this episode, maybe two hundreds of people. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, but it was a great wedding overall. I had a great time. Very chill, very fun. Um, I feel like there's something else. I got into an argument with my girlfriend over nothing. Uh, you know, typical weekend stuff. And, uh, and that's about it. That was my weekend. And I had nothing else to say. That's very good, Justin. Happy to hear that you uh, had a fun time in Austin. But this podcast this week, oh God, is not about Austin, Texas. No, quite. It's not the about Philadelphia. No, not at all. It's about what is it? New fucking Jersey, baby! Yeah, yeah baby! My homeland, where yeah. I was born and bred. Uh, right across the river from where we are now. Literally. You were actually born an Italian bread. <laughs> born and bread? I've stopped the recording. <laughs> Bye, folks. Born 20 bread, minutes. You mean born we an made it Italian 20 bread. Minutes. <laughs> born and focaccia bread. Oh, my God. Uh, all right. So and we're back. <laughs> We've edited it out. You will not hear a bad joke that Mike said. Oh, yeah. And I demanded we stop the podcast. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Real Housewives of New Jersey is, uh, is, is the back. premiere season nine episode. Now, to give you guys some background on uh, on this, uh, from at least where I sit, and Justin, I don't know if this is a similar experience for yes, you. go on. Correct me if I'm overreaching and speaking for both of us when it is inappropriate. Please uh, I've known about the Real Housewives of New Jersey for as long as they've been on. Yes. I, I do think that they're uh, iconic as a cast. Um, I think they're the most volatile uh, rea- like Housewives franchise that exists. As uh-huh. you've seen, Teresa flipping tables and calling yeah. everybody bitches she, and hoes. She hoas. invented the, the table flip. Yeah, it's like that is that's it's a sure move. Yeah, that is like a that is that has been a, a gif going around the it's internet. It's the stone for cold years. stunner. It's the yeah. the people's yes. elbow. Yeah, and the table flip. She is she is by all Teresa is by all accounts stone cold Steve Austin. She's a Hall of Famer. Yes, she's, she's a first ballot Hall of absolutely. Famer. Absolutely, she invented the table flip. She's famous enough. Where put it this way, she's been on this press tour. She came into Betches and and hung out with us. But she's she's been on a legitimate press tour. The same way, like, uh, and they're doing the Breakfast Club. They're doing like huge (laughs) shows, like, and it's Teresa. It's not the rest of them. It's Teresa. You know, you don't have uh, uh, Margaret or or um, throw another name out, Danielle Staub or any of these people uh, doing the Breakfast Club. But Teresa, she's a national. She's an icon, partly because of what's going on with her husband. Yes, but she is like the she is the straw that stirs the drink for this show. It all kind of runs through her. Well tanned Skeletor straw 
that stirs the drink. Right. I will not have any bad things said about Teresa on this <laughs> podcast. So that's a warning. You might right be now. related to her. I, I, I saw some behavior that was very uh, Coscarellish, if you will. Well, and this is my whole point. I so when I when they started on TV, I was still living with my parents. I was still at home in Jersey, is and it was part Edison? of. No, this is in Howell. I grew up in Edison, but Howell is by the the shore. So it's farther. Oh. It's like almost South Jersey. It's like on the border of North and South. It's like literally so right central, in the middle. if you will. It is. It's pretty much like if they're, I don't consider a central Jersey to exist. I think Some it's the North do. and the South. A lot of people do. They're idiots. But <laughs> they're, uh, Howell is in the middle of, uh, of Jersey, basically. And it's a little, it's kind of on the East Coast. It's by the beach. Mm-hmm. Um, but so... This show sort of this along with Jersey Shore started the wave of everything Successful Jersey. Italian Americans, yeah. <laughs> Do you want to say it like that? It was Columbus and then Jersey Shore. But you had followed by Real Housewives. You had this on TV and Jersey Shore at the same time. Uh-huh. Then you had, you know, then Jersey Licious came out, which was uh, the one about Mario the salon. Batali, well, no, that Emerald de Glass, Legacy. Emerald's not from Jersey. Bill de Blasio. Nor is he Italian. <laughs> de Blasio is the mayor of New York City. Well, whatever. Uh, <laughs> but you had those shows. You had the Cake Boss. You had Cake Boss. Yeah. Yes, yeah, like this funny. was all part of the part of the same like run of yeah. uh, basically interest of in scams. Jersey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so Ponzi when, schemes uh, disguised <laughs> as TV shows. When all of this stuff was going on, uh, when it was like really bubbling to the top of the pop culture, I was trying to ignore the fact that this is what life is like here. And I was trying to deny it because I wasn't necessarily like these people, mm. even though I grew up pretty close to where these shows take place. Um, some of these places necessarily, maybe not all of them are very familiar to me, but some of them kind of are. And if I don't know that specific place, I know some places like it. Uh, okay. So, uh, My point is, now that I've had some time to mature, yeah, and I don't live in Jersey anymore, uh, I'm sort of away from that life, like a Bruce Springsteen song, I got out. Yeah. I can sort of place myself back in Jersey when I'm watching this and completely confirm that that is this is exactly what life is like yeah they have money so their life is a tad bit more lavish than yeah. maybe some of the other people that that live in in Jersey but what you see folks was what like Brooklyn was in the 70s and 80s <laughs> and then they all just uh. filtered down into Staten Island and then Eventually, from Staten Island, moved on up to New Jersey, and this is basically what what the state is now. It's a it, the northern part of Jersey is this. This isn't South Jersey because that's Philly, but the northern part of Jersey is marble columns, marble countertops, uh, you know, uh, giant fucking statues in the driveway, uh, very gaudy. Uh, a lot of makeup and shiny dresses. Can I tell you what I think the migration pattern was of of Italians in New York? Uh, yeah, I think they were in the Bronx, Arthur Avenue, right? But they weren't just there. No, no, no. It, please. Okay. They're in South Manhattan. They're in like Lower East Side, Little Italy. Truly, Little Italy at one point. Yes. Like the Godfather. Up until were, the nineties, really. Yeah, yeah. Like mid nineties. They were in there, and they're like, "Ah, oh, the Chinese are here. Let's get the fuck out of here." Yeah. So they slowly moved into to Brooklyn, right? Park Slope, they start going to Bensonhurst, Bay Ridge, they start trickling down like a, like a, like, like a, a Rogaine 
placed on a, man, a bald man's head, just mm-hmm. trickling down his hair. And he keep him going south to Brooklyn. Keep him going to South Brooklyn. Oh, he's. Sheep's at Bay. Sheep's Marine at Bay. Park. Uh, Marine Park. And, oh, Canarsie. You know what? It's changing. Neighborhood's changing. I, 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 don't, I, I can't even buy a house anymore. Yeah. And they keep on going to Staten Island. Oh, this is where it's at. You know, everyone's a firefighter cop. Hey, look. We got the dump right here. Yeah, it's nice here because I, 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 I don't I, have to commute to I work, work in anymore. Sanitation. <laughs> <laughs> you work in sanitation? So do I. <laughs> and they just keep on. And then they get from Staten Island, they just keep on going to the Gothels Bridge. And they keep on going out. out. Oh, we're in yeah. Jersey now. Now, and guess what? They have a stranglehold in Jersey of people who were too cowardly to fucking stick in New York City, and they live in Jersey. That's it's that not is that the they were too Italian. cowardly. The it's problem too was expensive. There's too the many people <laughs> they don't like who live in the neighborhood. The, that's what it was. Yes. that's what that's, that's exactly what it was. But White flight. Uh, do you know how many? When I was a kid, we used to grow. We used to go back into Brooklyn. Almost every weekend for a long time. We used to, when I was like very young, to collect money from people who certainly owed not. your father, the bookmaker. No, my dad was an ex- <laughs> at the time. My dad had a side hustle. He was exterminating on the weekend. Was he really? I swear to God, my, oh, my, a real him blue my collar thing in this neighborhood. But was it a uh, a no show up uh, exterminator? No, 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 no. <laughs> my my dad and my grandpa used to go to. It was like all the brownstones in Park Slope, uh-huh. like right around here, uh-huh. and they would exterminate and kill fucking rats and bugs and whatever. And uh, we would come in just about every weekend. So my like grandma, the mafia of killing up. rats and bugs. <laughs> my my, gra- my grandma <laughs> was a- <laughs> killing bed bugs. <laughs> my grandma was in a nursing home in uh, in Sheepshead Bay. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, not yet. At that time, she was still living in uh, uh, I don't know, whatever. She was here though, and um, I was here a lot. And I used to ask my parents like, why we don't live in Brooklyn anymore? Because uh-huh. I was like, I like it better here. Why don't we live in Brooklyn as opposed to where we live now? And they were, it was always the, the the neighborhoods. Just it's not what it was when I grew up there. <laughs> yeah. Which means there's black people there now. Yes, that's exactly what it means. Which is and I, I didn't it took me a long time to figure that out to mm-hmm. figure out that that's what that meant that there's black yes. people living in Marine Park now. Uh-huh. Uh, and that was always the excuse you'd get from from uh, especially Italians. It was especially Italians. Neighborhood change. You can't walk down the street and, and say hello to someone. You know. Right. So instead they would of use like, all these, I, I, cause I have friends who are Italian and they go, oh, you know, neighborhood change. I can't afford a place. And it's like, all right, then what do you want? I, I don't know what to tell you. Just go with everyone else then. Yeah. Well, they, but this is the thing. A lot of people, in my job had the same thing. And I understand. Listen, if I had my, if I had my druthers, everything would be exactly the same from when I was a kid, but neighbor neighborhoods change every 10 to 15 years. Right. Every single neighborhood pretty much in America, with the exception of like certain parts of Manhattan, which are always going to be exactly the same. Right. Pretty much always changed throughout Brooklyn and Queens. But the problem is, you know, back in the day, you would have, uh, you know, neighborhoods that ethnically sort of were diverse. So you'd have, you know, you'd have the Italians in Canarsie. You would have the, you know, the Jews in Borough Park or Williamsburg. You would have both. uh, Yeah, in both, basically. You'd have like uh, black people were kind of living in like Flatbush, living in uh, East New York, Bed-Stuy. You'd have, you know, the Russians in Sheepshead Bay. Puerto Ricans were in Park Slope and Williamsburg. Yeah. And so now instead Bushwick. of the Italians said, we're not dealing with any of that shit. So they migrated out of the city completely to just dominate a, a northern part of an entire state. Yes. Which is a small state, but still North Jersey is just crawling with my people. 
Every single restaurant you go into in North Jersey, regardless of the type of food, you can get spaghetti. You can get garlic bread. Yeah, you can get garlic <laughs> bread. There's no question. And they're all in strip malls. Yes. There's no like it. You know, it's it's not like New York where you got like an Italian restaurant next to a bar next to a Mexican restaurant. Yeah, or restaurant. by itself. It's just there. It's uh, there. That doesn't exist. Just we're just giving you a, a glimpse into Jersey because you need background and context for what we're about to talk about. Jersey is a is. A very different state all over the place. In Central Jersey, it's very like farmland and woods. South Jersey is literally like the South. Like I, I, have, I is, have family yeah. in South Jersey, and they're like, we stick out because we don't take our kids out for hunting season. Yeah. It's like my aunt it's and uncle trash. have been like, we're the only people who don't take our kids out for hunting season for a few days. And they look at us like we're insane. Yeah. So it's it's Jersey's very diverse, very different all over the place. But Northern Jersey, for the most part, is a lot of Italian people. You have some Indian people in Edison, and it's, it's all over the fucking place. Yeah, it is wild up there. So that brings us to this episode of the season nine premiere of Real Housewives of Jersey. Uh, what we do is we check in with everyone. We check in with Teresa, the star. The, the I mean the star, the the uh, the LeBron Barry, James. Barry Bonds, yeah, yeah, <laughs> LeBron James of uh, of Real Housewives. And what's she doing? She's her father's living with her. her. Yeah, her husband's in jail right now. Yeah, her father's life's falling apart. Her life's falling apart. She sort of has an empty. Well, she has like a whole bunch of daughters hanging around. She has uh yeah the opposite of an emptiness. Yes, the opposite of a emptiness. bunch of preteen daughters. She has Adriana, Gia, and Melania. Yep, just great names all around through and through. Uh, she has her 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 father living with her. He's just making bacon for people. She's turned to bodybuilding, which is a thing. I figured this out when uh, a, a woman or a man who who has nothing to do with themselves, they don't have an actual like job job. When they have nothing to do with themselves as a rich person, you turn to several things. For for guys, sometimes it's like I'm into cycling. You know, I'm gonna buy the spandex and a ten thousand dollar bike, and I'm that's my thing. Which guys? Uh, guys who like who have nothing to do with themselves. You know what I mean? They have money. And they have nothing to do with themselves. Tez, did you hear this? <laughs> oh, I see this, what you're doing. I see what you're doing. You're looking at my house filled with three different bicycles, and you're saying, "Is this?" I've you? never heard this before. <laughs> okay. Or I've known I've known several rich women who have nothing to do, like they don't have a real job. I've literally known several women who've done this who become horse trainers. That I've yeah, that I've you know what yes. I'm gonna, I, I've always loved horses. Or horse riding. I'm gonna horse ride. I'm yeah. gonna horse train. I'm gonna do something with that horses. I've seen. That is that a storyline in uh, in the Sopranos too? I'm sure it is. That, but she, that uh, uh, Carmela. Yes. If it's she, not, she, no, it's Mad Men. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, of. yeah. She has nothing to do, so I'm gonna, I'm yeah. gonna train horses and I have money. And then you have another form of a different type of person, but the same idea. Guess what? I'm getting into bodybuilding. It's yeah. the same sort of thing. I had nothing better to do in my life. I, I'm tired, and you know what? Why not bodybuilding? Yeah, a very intensive, long-term process. Also, stress release. Yeah, it's stress release, and uh, so, which I get if your husband is. Teresa, jail. our girl, is into bodybuilding now. Um, and my favorite thing is, uh, this happens very early in the episode. Uh, Teresa's father is talking about, you know, you know, you, you know, you, I. I your brother doesn't visit me. He's saying all this in Italian. Your brother doesn't visit me. And pizza pie. Your brother doesn't visit me. And then he says a great quote, which I want to say to my grandkids. When I die, 
He will cry. <laughs> That's what he says. <laughs> I wrote it down. That is an amazing quote to hear from an elderly person. Teresa's father is a real like. Uh, he wears suspenders at all times. He's a legit fucking Italian. He's he's a true Italian man. He wears suspenders at all times. He speaks. Only in Italian yeah. for the most part. He that's says, some that's some like old Italian man shit that like is, is since gone from my family. But when I was a kid growing up, that was like that was still in the fold a little bit. Yeah, guys wearing suspenders after dinner, get yes. on the couch, unsnap the pants, of course, and just sit there. You know, that was uh that brings back some. It's weird when I'm watching the show. All of this stuff, it does sort of like ignite a couple of fascinating memories for me do you know what i mean <laughs> yeah yeah I, I know it does like as entertaining this is and as different it is from my actual life right now the seeds are there yeah for all of this but go on all right so that's what Teresa's doing then we go to margaret who um and mind you i've never seen a single i've seen clips and parts of the shows i've never seen a single episode of the show ever so all this is new information to me i'm, I'm just catching up I've sort of seen people. So then we have Margaret. She's living with her husband, uh, Joe Beningo. Who is in way over his head, <laughs> yes. which we both said. Joe Beningo is a guy who maybe is Italian. If he is, he's not a North Jersey type Italian. Yeah, he's not like a juice head. He's not like a, hey, oh. He's like a nice guy with a goatee, a little older. The goatee short. seems forced. Like, he's like, you know what? I got to fit in with the fellas. Yeah. I'm going to grow a goatee. Like, he's not the Italian who will hit you when he tells a story. Which might be for the best. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm not a, <laughs> I'm not wild about those guys, but there's a, a very different type of Italian. And They're Joe, certainly out there, yeah. Joe Beningo has the name, but he's not the face. Yes, that's true. Uh, of your typical Italian. So yeah. he's just like a nice guy. And uh, and Margaret, you know, she's updating on her life. She's, stay, you know, she's hanging out in pajamas all day. But you know why? Because she started a pajama line. She started a pajama and line. she's really So she pushing. wears pajamas until 11 a.m. She somehow works. she mentioned in the show, didn't she? <laughs> she did. Yeah, she sometimes somehow- you like to lay around the house in pajamas till like 11 a.m. As, <laughs> as I did in minute seven through 11 of this episode. <laughs> she's really pushing her line of pajamas because, you know, if, if you're not doing anything for work, you might as well sell pajamas. I guess. Fuck it. Yeah. Uh, she's, she has a great quote. She's, she's talking to her husband in bed and she goes, my face is starting to show age. Oh, yeah. My face is starting to show age. I'm sorry. That's what faces do. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing. All right. So, And this brings up a, something that I wanted to men- bring up when we uh, when it, I, I saw it on the TV. Uh, the one underlying theme in all of these housewife shows uh-huh. is that all of the women are constantly just getting work done. Yeah. They want to have work done. They have money. And they're if really hanging money, on to the fact that their looks are the thing that makes them. Perhaps. And, and, and my estimation, at least, sure. and everything that we're watching. The one thing that is different about it is that you get to see how how oddly different they all are based on region. So yeah. you, these Italian, the way these Italian women sort of bring it up to their men, like Margaret is a great example. And I, I don't to assume they're all Italian is also probably... Uh, unfair they're just that's just the way jersey people even if they're are. not italian all the women in the show certainly look culturally italian yes culturally if they're not right. italian they're right there yeah all right so but margaret basically like 
just tells her husband like, "Hey, oh, uh, I'm getting uh, getting some wrinkles, and I'm uh, I'm getting some plastic. I'm getting my face done. I'm yeah. getting a new face." And his position, which is very reasonable, is like, "You don't need to do this. Please don't do this." Yeah, you stop. You can be old. It's okay. Stop. I'm old. I'm old. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then that nice little conversation is ruined uh, by. Two people in their late fifties, early sixties take a, a shower together. Yeah, and it shows you yeah. their old bodies walking in the shower together. <laughs> and it's sweet, but it's also like Ugh. Yeah, I don't know why that made it into the final cut. But uh, I mean, if you're over fifty, you're kinda like, Oh, look at that. They still have it. It kinda looked like a uh like a uh, uh, uh Viagra commercial. Yes, yes, that's exactly what it They're looked just like. Like, like. Losing that spark. Uh yeah. <laughs> ah, uh, don't touch me. I want a shower. <laughs> Turn that uh ah don't touch me I want to shower into hey let's talk about my plastic surgery in the shower <laughs> <laughs> take Viagra yeah specifically made for North Jersey <laughs> uh so what else going on with Margie uh we have her mom Marge Senior which I thought was just yeah. a nickname no, but it's no Marge. this woman was named Marge she had a daughter and was like you know what let's keep the name going the rarely seen female junior. Which is incredible. I, yeah. I've seen it only a few times. But uh, they are two peas in the pod, the Margarets. Yeah, they certainly are. Why is that? Because Marge Sr., who's 74 years old, has decided to get a pussy rejuvenation yeah, surgery. Yeah, she wants a new pussy. She wants a new <laughs> pussy. She's single. She, has, she doesn't have anybody tying me down. Oh, because it's so they're fucking dead. ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want anybody tying me down because I've outlived them all. And I want to get pussy Rejuvenation. So guess what? We go with her to this yeah, to get uh, the new procedure pussy. done. It's apparently a very quick procedure. They throw in some glasses on you. And as they're doing this, uh, Marge Senior is in a uh, smock. And I don't know if you caught this, Mike, because I certainly did. Go ahead. She had a Marge Senior. Uh, uh, mind you, a 74-year-old woman. Yes, old lady. Had an absurd amount of tattoos. She yeah. had uh, a tattoo in the back of her neck that went down a little bit her spine. She had, and it was all like nonsense. I couldn't tell what it was. It was just multicolored nonsense. And then she had a what could only be described as a sailor tat yeah. on her ankles and on her foot, on her hoof. And uh, they were some trashy tattoos. And I know they're trashy because I cannot make out what it is at this point. Well, and you know they're trashy because she's in her seventies, which, she's in her which when it was still taboo to be co to get a bunch of tattoos. Yeah. So, th okay. So it's twenty eighteen. What's what's like fifty years ago? 40 years ago. Uh, if we ran it to 2020. Okay. You're talking about, yeah, like the very late 70s or yeah. the, like the very early 80s. Very few women. I, and I'm not saying, I, like, women getting tattoos, you know, more power to you. You can do whatever the guys want. I but agree it wasn't with you. common. It was not common. Yeah, you were like a common. crazy woman. Yeah, it's not like now where you see like a girl covered in like a, sl like a, sleeve, a sleeve of tattoos tattoo. or something yeah, like yeah. that. That wasn't, the, if you did that, you were like a, a, a sailor. Fucking, you yeah, were like a yeah. sailor, basically. Yeah, and even that, they. I don't think that those people even had it to the excess. Yeah, so we see. Uh, there's so, a bunch of them. So we see Margie's mom. Covered in tats. And Unless she's getting, she just got them. I mean, she's getting a new pussy. There's no reason possible. that she could be getting tattoos. You know what? It's, it's all possible. But, but once again, to me, as a person not from North Jersey, I'm like, Ugh. Yeah. But to you, I'm like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Grandmother yeah, has sure. tattoos all over her body. Yeah. Uh, okay. Fair enough. Uh, so that's Margie. And we keep on going. There's Dolores. She's married to Frank Catatini, which is a great Italian name. Yes. Uh, Catatini in Italian means... Shrimp. Uh, no, I have no idea what that means. It's it, is that a what is cat? I don't fucking know, dude. Aren't you Italian? 
I don't speak it the language. All right, fair enough. Uh, who is probably one of my favorite characters is, in yeah. the entire series. Frank Why Pantini is, is he, he's one of my favorite characters because he is humongous. <laughs> he is. He looks like a mountain. He he literally <laughs> looks like a Game of Thrones character, yeah. but with an Italian face. Yeah. And uh, had, there's a they're gonna go to a party later, and Frank's hands. He has these giant <laughs> hands where he's like he's eating like hors d'oeuvres off a plate, and it lo- it literally it, it looks, looks like, like the Princess Bride. Dude, it looks yeah. like fucking Andre the Giant. It literally looks like he's like trying a, to eat like Lego egg. food, <laughs> yeah. like like little tiny. It's cr- insane. Yeah, he 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 gets like a pigs in a blanket and just cannot not have it look like a fucking oh, child's food. Dude, it, it, he is enormous. So he's a big guy, and you'll never guess this. Uh, so he's a big guy, and you find out. Oh, okay. He was a former uh, Miss, um, uh, uh, let's see, oh, Mister New Jersey '96. That's not the former. I thought uh, you were gonna say. Former Mister Garden State of 2005. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, all right, that checks out. Big guy, Italian guy. He's Massive, obsessed, yeah. obsessed with working out. Humongous yeah. guy, humongous arms. Still in his mid 40s, right? And then you find out he was an attorney. Yep. And because he's in North Jersey, he was an attorney. He was an attorney. And do you know why I say was? Because because he's in North Jersey. Because he's an Italian guy who's a fucking bouncer. He was disbarred. <laughs> he was, of course, he was disbarred. I do take issue with the fact that you said because he's an Italian guy. We, of course. There's only one. We're not all criminals. There's seven Italian people in the entire United States who are not disbarred who are Italian attorneys. Did you know that? You just made that up. <laughs> you believe, you, But you didn't correct me that quickly. I did. <laughs> I had to process how stupid you're, the thing you like, said wait was. Wait a minute. Is that possible? No, it's not possible. <laughs> of course it's not. Uh, yeah, but he's disbarred. And why did and Michael? I ask you, if you were to guess, why he's disbarred? He, he, he's disbarred for exactly the reason I figured he'd be disbarred. <laughs> I know mafia lawyers that aren't disbarred. Yeah, for, like defending. Oh, the mafia. I know. I so I work in court all day, and I know attorneys who do some shitty things. They're not disbarred to, ever. To get disbarred, you have to do something very blatantly illegal and unethical. The whole thing with attorneys is. You cannot lie on the record. If you're in front of a judge, if you're answering questions about your job, if you're doing this, you just can't lie. Every time you get in front of a judge, you have to say, is this a lie? Is it a stretch? You can stretch, but you can't lie. Yeah. So what he did was he uh, commingled funds, which is basically meaning he was taking his client's money and sort of throwing it into... He was basically like fudging... The line between he was his, stealing money. He was stealing money. That's basically There's what it a, was. Don't call it what it is. Yes, <laughs> he was stealing money from he's his stealing clients. money, but because it's like a billable hours type thing, he got away with it because it, he wasn't charged with a crime. But if it was any other job, it would be stealing money. Yeah. Um, having said that, uh, they he's got a pretty nice house. <laughs> yeah, he's still doing pretty well. His wife has big giant fake tits that, yeah, are, that yeah. are pretty nice. They're. Um, uh, their idea to make money is to flip houses. Yeah. Which Who's his wife like a, again? A Dolores. Dolores. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Dolores, another empty nester. Uh, the son is over at um, school. He's at Sacred Trinity Heart. Co- Sacred Heart. That's Sacred right. Sacred Heart University. Uh, Hartford. They got nothing to do. And that seems to be a very common thread with these women is that they're sort of, they got nothing to do. Yeah. Uh, so now they decided that it seems like because... Uh, they they don't have a ton of other options because Frankie got uh, dis, dis, disbarred. Disbarred. <laughs> They're gonna have to flip some I got houses. Disbarred. Uh, and it's it's odd, man, because uh, 
you look at all these houses that these people are living in and marble everywhere. At times, I get very frustrated with my life. Uh huh. And I imagine you do too with every day the lack of funds that we have to build giant houses with marble in them. And you look at these people that do have them, and you've got to wonder. How many of the rest of these guys are also uh, commingling <laughs> so, some money of their own? You, oh, you're wondering like how many crimes are are done to sort of make this facade? Listen, uh, you already know that I'm pro organized crime. Yeah, um, and I'm certainly pro scamming the government. Yeah, I'm a big scam guy. I'm yeah. like in favor of it. I know. Um, but the facts are sort of there because Joe Giudice. Listen, I'm not condemning him because I'm pro. Husband, I'm, yeah. I'm pro Joe, but he is in jail for a pretty, pretty um, intricate uh, uh, fraud uh, yeah, scheme. It, it, that it was he got so intricate. With. They just checked his bank account to see if he was lying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, you're bankrupt. You're filing <laughs> yeah. for bankruptcy somehow. There's not a not uh, a not a. Can we run a credit <laughs> check and just check his right. uh, his bank account? It's a pretty short paper trail. Yeah, to be <laughs> it's fair. a paper trail of one house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, and it's then you've got though. this guy who is dis- disbarred for uh, commingling some funds. Uh, Joe Gorga, who is uh, Melissa's, uh, Melissa's husband. husband we'll yeah. get to her in a second. But and Teresa's brother. Uh, I, I don't know what all these guys are doing, man, but like he looks I, like an Italian Joe Rogan. Yeah, he kind of does. Yeah, that's actually a very good comparison. <laughs> but listen, I like I grew up knowing these people, like uh-huh. not these people specifically, but I know these guys. Yeah. And man, like there's just a lot of shady shit going on in Jersey at all times at all times. Yeah. You, Everyone's I, one tan away from a felony. You know what I mean? Like they're it's like true, man. They're like one tanning s- salon session away from, Oh, you, did you hear about, uh, did you hear about Vinny? Yeah. Vinny. Yeah. yeah. Dude. He, 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 they fucking got him on some bullshit, but, uh, he's going to serve some time in federal prison, but it's fine. You know what I mean? Like, there's always, dude. I'm and telling I'm not gener- you, I'm generalizing. Obviously, there's some good Italians. You just work, if, you know, as a city plumber. Like Mike's dad was a fucking uh, computer he had a side programmer, hustle, a computer programmer who had a side hustle as an exterminator, which is a very blue collar, hardworking thing. Yeah, yeah. But then there's people like this who're like, you know what? We don't have to work dude, as hard. It's totally. Do we have to work as hard for yeah. this. Do we have to? It totally exists. And like, I, I knew a lot of people that had that were, you know, crooked contractors. And fucking uh, crooked cops, crooked like yeah, there's everywhere. just like I don't know what it is about the region, but it just attracts a certain type of like scammer. Yeah, you know, and uh, I can't say that about everybody because I don't I don't know enough facts about anything, but like it it's just very odd that that is sort of like the culture, and everybody's got those types of houses, and everybody's got. You know, this going on and that going on. And nobody's got like a real income. They're all like, yeah, hey, do a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Yeah. It's a little weird. Uh, do you know what I found on my phone? I found Nudes. Uh, I, I found the the actual testimony that he gave to the New Jersey bar Uh-oh. Uh, of Frank Catalini. This is incredible. Wait, is this a bit? Or is no, this no, like- this is a real thing of Frank okay. Catalini's uh here, I'll, I'll play it. I think I'll play it from the middle so you can just hear his apology. Oh, yeah. So this is a bit. It, this is Frank Catalini. This is going to be like Super Mario. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's Frank Catalini apologizing to the New Jersey State Bar, 11-15. Or De Niro. Uh, 2015. I knew it. <laughs> 
I'm ready to walk out of here. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. I, I was playing around, but I actually do have it. It's, it's right here. Hold on a second. <laughs> oh, that was so satisfying. Oh, <laughs> see, what he said was a, a curse word in Italian, <laughs> but I made Mike think that it was actual testimony. And for one second, didn't think <laughs> that there was actual testimony. You know why? Because there's like a spark in my face as I'm about to play some old racist thing <laughs> from Italy. Oh, you can still be racist against Italians. It's true. It's true. Um, it still hurts us, too. Is this true? Uh this is the uh this is the I, I heard the reason that Italians moved to uh North Jersey was because Somebody touch my spaghetti <laughs> Is that true? Did you gotta somebody stop. Touch you gotta relax your spaghetti? <laughs> <laughs> uh all right. Uh so we got Melissa and yeah. we got Joe Gorga. Joe Gorga, uh, yeah, Joe Gorga looks like a, a, a somehow more mad Joe Rogan. Yeah, it's it's very shocking how how crazy this guy looks. Uh, unclear from just what watching season nine, what either of them do. Um, I don't know what anyone does. I I think. Well, we know that we know what some people did do. <laughs> uh, some people were attorneys. Frank was an attorney. <laughs> Frank was an attorney. For, Frank he was able was to squeeze a in law school somewhere between winning all those uh, garden. I state, would love uh, to know everything about Frank. Like how. Pageants. Like I want to talk to people in his class. How how do he do? There's no way he pat. I and I will say I know this from personal experience. I've f- people in my family who are attorneys. Jersey State uh, bar exam a, a lot easier than New York. A lot easier. I I, I can't uh, say if that's true either way. It is true. It is true. Okay. Uh, but moving on. I get it. <laughs> We're all dumb. Uh, no no no. Uh, but Melissa and Joe Gorga had a great moment last year. Or I, this might be two years ago. Uh, at one point, they got in an argument at somebody's birthday. <laughs> Joe Gorga was describing to Melissa the difference between him and her in terms of the the breadwinning. And oh, Joe, yes. and Joe Gorga goes, "You bring the crumbs, I bring the cake." <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. He said, "You, you bring the crumbs, I make, you the, make cake. the crumbs. You make the crumbs. Oh. I bring. You made the. Taz, can you say this? We're bringing." America's own. Taz, what was the quote? An accent, please. You made the crumbs. I make the cake. Wow. Very well done. <laughs> Taz hot, everybody. <laughs> uh, yeah, which is a great quote and very demeaning to somebody. Because well, if it's a partnership, yeah. it is kind of fucked up to be like, you you make the crumbs, I bake the cake, you fucking whore. <laughs> and the other thing that we wanted to bring up also was this is one of the last real refuges where you can see Trump f- people, Trump voters in oh. full action. Uh, this is New Jersey, but it's Trump's America. Oh, it, 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 and I was telling Mike during the episode, I was like, my favorite thing about this is I respect them voting for, I, 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 obviously I'm not a Trump guy, but I respect them voting for Trump because they're not doing like, well, you know, he, he actually creates jobs. He's actually like a good guy for taxes. They just go, 
I voted for Trump because he's a fucking white guy. What do you think I'm going to do? Not vote for him? He's a fucking boss, man. You kidding me? Wait, you put some woman in, in an office? Hey, get the fuck out of here. She's going to get a period. I'm not She's listening to She's going to get a period. Her. She, uh, check her fucking email. She doesn't know how to open it yet. She's like my grandmother. You know what I mean? Like, it's fuck just. Fuck my dick with this Hillary <laughs> thing. You know what I mean? It's just very obvious of like, this is why I voted for him. And don't even, I'm not even going to lie yeah. to you about some other progressive I, thing that trump is definitely not doing honestly dude it's sort of amazing to me that new jersey goes blue knowing how many of those people there are yes in the state yes. in, in the northern part and how many people in the south love their guns yeah it's crazy it's crazy chris christie was uh, governor there for a few terms and nobody liked him <laughs> they loved him the first term i, I will say first time they loved them well, second term they teachers Sure, sure, but it, uh, Scott Walker was, you know, teachers hated Scott Walker in Good Wisconsin, point. and he he got he, I, he was going for his third time before he got defeated this time. Fair point. All right, back to the bitches. Uh, <laughs> so, so we have Melissa. You know, it, there's not much to it. They introduced this new gal named Jackie. Jackie's, uh, I think she's Jewish, is what we find out later on. Uh, but uh, Jackie's a friend with Dolores, Melissa. I don't know who Melissa. Melissa. She's friends and she's friends because we're the same age. Uh, our kids are the same age. We're both hardworking businesswoman and she drinks. <laughs> That's what she says about yeah. her new friend, Melissa, who's very obviously a character that they're trying to introduce into the show of right. like, we need some new blood. Right. This girl's spicy and she's got some kids. Yeah. She looks good. So uh, here's the thing, though. Did anything really happen in this episode? No. No, you sort of caught up with everyone. They went to a dinner. Uh, I, I I write down the name of every business of every reality show I've ever seen because a I would love to go there mm-hmm. and then tag myself there and then post about it and three people will understand what I'm talking about. Right. And then so two you go to rail because when they show the name prominently, you can guarantee that business has paid some money either by giving them completely free meals. Or has paid money to have their name on there. So the two places we go to today uh, was the first place was Chef Freddy's Table. Oh, which was hilarious. Chef Freddy's Table. <laughs> Teresa, my girl Teresa, who I refuse to badmouth. Right I will not badmouth yeah. Teresa because uh, she's going through a lot. She went there with Dolores, maybe? She went there with Dolores. Uh-huh. Uh Chef Freddy's Table. So imagine a, a chef's table, but this guy still had to have the ego of North Jersey and get his name in there. Freddy! Yeah. So Freddy's instead table. of Chef's Table or... How's the food? Don't ask Teresa because she brought her own cooler of food <laughs> because she has to eat clean for her bodybuilding competition. She has competition. a humongous Yeti fucking portable cooler with her, and she has chopped grilled chicken in it. To put on mixed greens, which she did order from Freddy's, so you know she got the mixed greens. But it's very, it's very Probably obvious. Also, could have ordered plain chicken. You won't believe it, but they have plain grilled chicken at a fucking yeah, place I, called I would, Chef Freddy's uh, Table. But it's so much more hilarious that she brought a Yeti cooler with her to a re- maybe whatever. If a if a if a producer planned that, they're brilliant. If Teresa did that by accident, she I mean, doesn't they're not being how subtle. Funny it is. They have lights. They have three right. cameras on her. They have a director. They have a producer there. So you know what I mean? So it's not like this is some like natural thing and she's trying to sneak it in. Everybody's looking at her. And if anybody's in the background that's not an actor, they're definitely watching this woman. Yeah. Pit chopped grilled chicken and on her salad. At this salad. point, everybody knows who she is, too, especially in New Jersey. Of course. That's like, uh, yeah. I don't know, Trump walking into to Vegas. You know who he is. 
I mean, he's the president. That's a bad example. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> the I most famous person on the it's planet. It's like Dennis Rodman walking into North Korea. You know what I mean? They know yeah. who he is. Yeah, yeah, It's his uh, country there. Yeah, I had forgotten that happened until we brought up Frankie's. <laughs> uh, and then that was the, so insane. They have a, and then they have a party. We said Frankie's? Yeah, well, Frankie's was the first place. No, they had the party. Chef Freddy's. Oh, Freddy's. I'm sorry. Chef Freddy's table. And, and then the second place they have the party at the end of the episode is Rails uh, Steakhouse. Rails. Yeah, yeah. Which can also be the name of a strip club, apparently. Totally. Rails. I'm going yeah. to Rails. It's also the name of like a great place you do cocaine at. Yeah. Oh, me? I'm, I'm doing a couple lines at Rails. Yeah. Doing a couple Rails at Rails. So the the only like real storyline in this first episode is that uh, um, Melissa... Is having her birthday, and she invited Danielle Staub, who I believe is like sort. Is she's a housewife, but I think she's like sort of distant. Like she's not like one of the main housewives. She seems like a cousin almost. She's yeah. She's like a, she's not the the family lives in the house, but she's like a cousin almost. That's what it's she's like a, a secondary or third. Yeah, she's like Newman. She's in the mix, but yeah, she's, but not, she's like not like a not main character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, but Danielle's got beef with Dolores because Dolores's husband, ex-husband, I think they're they're separated. Uh, Frankie was disbarred, and apparently Danielle's been telling everybody. Did you hear he's disbarred? Did you hear he's disbarred? And we Did keep you hear he's disbarred. We keep getting this false narrative that Italians are hush hush. That doesn't. No, no. What's the exact quote that said? And as Italian people, you just don't talk about that. You just don't talk about people's personal business. Yeah. That's what it said. As Italian people, you don't talk about people's personal business. Which, A, is so not true. Uh, I've never met a more gossipy person than every Italian person I've ever met. (laughs) But on top of that, it was in the fucking newspaper. (laughs) This was like a huge deal that this guy like this. This was this is this isn't like a secret thing. Like somebody like did something dumb in their relationship or in their own house or whatever. This was like a statewide story because it had actual like 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 uh, 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 legal ramifications that affected a ton of people. It's a story that made, uh, you know, the Hackensack Inquirer and like whatever it did. Yeah. And there's video footage they showed in the episode of video footage of him like going, I did a very bad thing. Yeah. I should have just stuck to lift oh, yeah. the weights and creativity. It's in the show. So it's like, so there's a public record of this. This wasn't just done by the producers. There's a physical public record done by some county, like Bergen County, New Jersey did this. Yeah. It's probably either Bergen or, uh, or uh, Hudson matter. County. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a public record. And then the show does a little ingenuous thing where uh, apparently his wife found out about it on Watch What Happens Live during an Andy Cohen question. Oh, yes. Which is the most unbelievable thing. I believe maybe he didn't tell his wife, which is a very possible thing. I guess, but... But the fact that she she didn't hear about it once, not a single person was like, hey, uh, sorry about your husband uh, being disbarred. You know what I mean? Like, not one person sent that text, not one person... Uh, called you? Yeah, call. Yeah, right. Nothing. My, f- it's silly. This is how dumb this is. My face. So I work in court as a court officer as my day job, and my face has been vaguely in the back in the background of the New York Post sometimes. When somebody got like when somebody gets convicted or somebody gets sentenced, and there's a camera there, they'll take a photo of the guy, and I happen to be in the background. And every time this happens, 
15 to 20 people I haven't spoken to in years contact me and go, hey, I saw you in the background of the double rapist, of the triple murder. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. everybody contacts me. So I can't imagine if somebody's husband was disbarred, somebody would be like, are you doing okay? Do you want to meet for some... Uh, some uh, espresso and Sambuca, you know, like yeah. I imagine something like that would happen. And the fact that nobody did this is crazy to me. I don't believe the narrative. I get it. It's a reality show. We want to create a rift, but this is the narrative being yeah, just shot the, into my mouth. Very absurd. Uh, something that I, I just can't really seem to wrap my head around. But here's the thing, dude. Um, <laughs> the one thing that I will say about all this, because it doesn't seem like we have much of a storyline to talk about today with the show, is that... Um, it is pretty true to what life is like there, you know, for for women with money. Um, you know, age is nothing. Age you is can nothing. Constantly fix it if need be. But forget that, man. It's like even the lifestyle. You know, you see these dudes. Like I'll go back to it again. But like, like one of them is disbarred. One of them is in jail. Another guy could easily be in jail for for a little of this and a little of that. And uh, that's like what life is, man. Sometimes people just like people. My mom went to a doctor who we like completely trusted for years. He was uh-huh. like a, he was like a doctor that like a good doctor, you yeah. know. And this dude, I, I went away for like a, a year. The first year I was living in New York and my mom, I just like I go home for the first time. My mom is like, like yeah, I I. Uh, I I forgot to tell you that uh, I forget the guy's name, but Doctor uh, Doctor Paul, whatever his name was, uh, he's in jail. And I'm like, what? Why? What is it? He's in jail. He's a doctor. How is he in jail? Well, it turns out he was taking kickbacks from the pharmaceutical company, and he was prescribing their pills specifically for like for, money. for uh, yeah for an extra like ten thousand dollars a month or something like that uh my pediatrician it's just it, it there is a crime culture in new jersey of just like let me see what i can get away with and it, yeah do you know the process in uh most jersey uh police departments the way to become a police officer so in new york i, I as corrupt as new york is it's at the higher levels you get it the lower levels you don't get it so in new york for me to be a court officer, a court officer or like a police officer a fire firefighter what you do is you take a civil service test which is a test of 20 to 100 questions yeah it's like, a bullshit test for retards yeah and basically based on your score let's say you get 100 they call everyone who got 100 and then you start hiring from there and going yeah. down and eliminating people for physical ailments and stuff and go down until you have let's say you had to hire 500 people until 500 people are hired off that test and you started the people got 100 and go down all the way you know it's whatever mm-hmm. 85 or whatever and so that's the way it is in new york pretty straightforward hard to cheat the process you know what i mean and in Jersey, what they do in a lot of counties in Jersey to be a police officer, instead of taking a test, what you have to do for a lot of counties is you have to campaign for the local sheriff in that town. You campaign for him. You physically pass out flyers for him and you you speak well of him and you, you literally campaign for him like an old timey thing. And after campaigning for him, you'll get a recommendation to be recommended for the academy to go to the whatever the police officer academy in that county and that's how you get hired in like you know brick township police department like there's no sort of 
not all the counties have a very straightforward process of like, I took a test, I did better than you on this test, I get hired. It's this, yeah. it's this old boys network of Honestly, like... Dude, this the state slogan of New Jersey should be quid pro quo. <laughs> it really should be. You scratch my back, I yeah. scratch your back. And this is the thing, man. This is why it's so weird because like coming from from Jersey and, and everything, it's like you you go into like civilized society. <laughs> I hate to say it like that, but like coming to New York was almost even like, like corporate New York, like working in an office, working like what is a hundred percent it's a, a 180 yeah. from from like the like the businesses that i saw in jersey as a kid where yeah. it was just like like i didn't i didn't know a ton of people that worked in offices uh most like most people's parents that i knew just like i, I don't even know what they did really they just like <laughs> they, they had a house they like you know what i mean and I don't say they're not not everybody in Jersey is a criminal, but there's like <laughs> it just always it always felt like it nobody into the culture. It, dude, it, it honestly it did always feel like I never really knew what anybody's like a couple of parents, of course, had like like my dad had a has an like my dad's a computer programmer. It's something along those lines. I don't know exactly what it is, but it's yeah, something but you boring understand. with That's computers. The same with my stepdad. He has an, right. And, and my mom's a teacher. And yeah. those are like case closed. There's like there's no mysterious income yeah. from like my family whatsoever. Uh, but then, you, but then you like, talk to somebody you, and like, oh, uh, hey, uh, how'd you get those marble columns in your house? <laughs> oh, and they're just dad. like, yeah, I know this guy. He, I did he owe a me job a favor. For him. Yeah, right, dude. He owe me it's some just this money. Fucking network of like of like people just doing jobs for each other. Like, dude, there was. Just we, pay for something when, outright. You know what I mean? When, like just, when we moved down to Howell, there was a guy. We, we had my sister's sweet sixteen in the back of this restaurant, mm. uh, this Italian restaurant. This guy Angelo had like a back room mm. that he like like had. It was enough space to have like you know ten tables and a DJ yeah. and like whatever. So that's uh-huh. that's where we had it. Uh, and the guy like gave my dad a good rate, whatever. Uh, and Angelo just disappeared. He just blew town because he owed money or he owed, like he owed somebody money and then like had a drug problem and just left. And his, his store, his his pizza place just closed down. It's 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 crazy to see to like for the world to see how this this is 100 percent real. All of this stuff is. And this is like the best case scenario of New Jersey. This is this the most is successful like, people. Yeah, this is the most <laughs> successful version of the circus. That is the, you know, the one of the smaller states in the country. Uh, and it's, I really do like we get so much shit because people don't understand this like way of life and they don't yeah. understand this hustle thing. And like when the situations, you know, getting in trouble for paying his for not paying his taxes or Joe is going to prison for, uh, you know, a very obvious fraud. Yeah, it, dude, it's just like it is sort of it's just the way it is. And. I hate they never to like, had a chance, you know. They never had a chance, dude. It on like it honestly. That is the way it feels. It kind of feels like <laughs> most of the crime done in Jersey. A lot of it is like at a higher level, and it's a lot of like moving funds around, commingling, whatever, yeah, whatever yeah. word you want to use. Uh-huh. Uh, and they do it so they can live this life. Whereas like the difference is like the the rest of these shows, man. You go to Beverly Hills. Some of them are like married to film producers or like fucking guys who you know, wrote scores for movies. Yeah. One of the, one of the women, first women on the Beverly, um, real housewives of orange County was married to Kelsey Grammer. 
Oh yes, yes, you know, yes, yes. like the, some not of them, anymore, but uh, not anymore. Yeah, they divorced, but like one of several Kelsey Grammer wives. Yeah, then you go down to fucking like like uh, you know um, uh, uh, Potomac or Atlanta. Like they're dating, they're married to doctors, they're married to whoever. It's like I understand where the wealth comes from, exactly. And then on this show, you're like, I don't. Who the know. fuck knows? I don't dude. know how this happened. Where did any of this come from? My. So my, so this is something just being around Jersey people. I have family in Jersey and stuff. There's always this like sense of like this bizarre measurement of wealth with like the North Jersey Italian. Like I, I've said this to you. It's like yeah, my life's pretty good. You know, I get I, I can eat pork chops every day. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's this crazy yeah. idea of like, is that are you doing well because Dude, of that? And the crazy thing is like the I know the Sopranos is a show about the mafia. Sure, but the lifestyle. Is really captured very well. We have a humongous SUV. Yeah, we humongous have marble SUV, everywhere. Just excess, and we, that's we the definitely thing. had work done to us. Yeah, the fridge is filled with gabagool. Yes, and uh, and it's literally you know there's the been husbands ton- are fat. Yeah, and the women look fake. Yeah, and there's a there's a woman on the side. I don't know about these ladies, but like this is like the lifestyle. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Uh, and. Dude, I I don't know. I just I really do think it is a foreign lifestyle to like ninety percent of the country, and that's why <laughs> I see like I watch this show and it hits close to home for me. This is like familiar. This looks like Christmas time as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I'm used to this. Yes, it's not unusual. It's fascinating to see other people watch this and have an opinion. Like if somebody from Tennessee were to watch this show. And just be like, what the fuck is going on? I would probably understand that. I'd probably understand them not having any real grasp for what's happening because it is like an outer space to them. I will say uh, the thing I have noticed is that when women, I, the clips I've seen from past seasons, when women get on this show, get in a fight, they get nasty real quick. Oh, yeah. And it's you fucking whore. You fucking bitch. You don't fucking you scumbag. You are fucking scumbag. <laughs> you don't fucking talk like just like yeah. the anger and like the F sounds coming out of their mouths and like a frown. Yeah, they want to fight. Very, it's very like visceral and fun. Yeah. And it seems like the danger is the most real because like, yes, Teresa's yes. not bodybuilding to not kick somebody's <laughs> ass. You know what I mean? She's like 110 pounds, but she's all muscle. She's solid, dude. Yeah, yeah. She's she all muscle. She is solid. There's a, a clip of two dudes from like the season before just going at each other. Oh, it was her husband and her brother. Oh, yeah. Great. They great, just great stuff. Met head on like two rams. Truly. Bam. Just came at each other. I thought they were going to go through a uh, glass at one point. Yeah. Which is a staple of any North Jersey fight. You have to go through glass or get glass broken on your head. Yeah. Listen, man. It was two small round North Jersey Italian men with very strong bases yes. that just flew into each other yes. and hit the ground. Yes. And uh, those are that's two bowling a, balls. That's a fight that balls. I've seen in in my life, a hundred to hundred and fifty times minimum. Yeah. Have you ever had a interfamily like fight fight, fist fight? Yeah. It's mostly women. I don't know if I've ever seen. I've seen a lot of yelling. I've seen a lot yeah, of, of the fungul, the up yeah. yours. <laughs> uh, I've seen a lot of hand gestures. Uh-huh. Um, I've seen a lot of. They are. We are very sensitive people. I think on the whole. Yeah. Um, How many people do you have blocked on, <laughs> on Instagram? My aunt and I are not Facebook. Friends. You blocked your aunt. My aunt defriended me on Facebook. She defriended you. Yeah, because she's a cop, and I had like a um, fuck the police type. 
I uh, that even that's a little brash. But there's something about like the Eric Garner yeah trial and, and I, she blocked you because of that crazy me i was opposed to the fact that that uh that the guy got off oh <laughs> uh, that a guy got choked out and, <laughs> and and then nothing happened yeah yeah uh but the, they we had there was a lot of friction after that and she just defriended me on facebook wow enough friction where she felt that she could text me for like just paragraphs of how ungrateful i am that like your whole family's police your whole, <laughs> uh, how fucking day you never spent one day on the job that's always the argument you never spent one day on the job well, well I, I would pre- I prefer to not see people getting killed by the police yeah but i digress the point is that we've <laughs> we've heard enough feelings that it should happens um but i'd never seen a fist fight in my family that i can remember maybe somebody can refresh my memory but i've seen plenty just being out and dude this is the thing man like you gotta you gotta really just like go out one night in jersey like go go to hazlitt go to hazlitt yeah that's where sammy sweetheart's from i I know hazlitt can you tell us a place that you would send somebody like a bar to see like the jersey experience porta no porta is not even porta is Porta in Asbury Park is still like fancy compared to like what I'm I'm te- where I'm telling you to go. Tell, uh, tell me a place to go to in, in North Jersey. If we want the in North shit Jersey, my girlfriend makes me watch fans. Well, the problem is uh, you got to go to places that are like that are like uh, on the shore. All the North Jersey people come down in the summertime. So any of those places like in the summertime will pretty uh, much like, places, like, yeah. be that experience. Um what is where is what is the place on Route 33 in Hazlitt? Uh, Hazlitt nightclub. <laughs> nightclub. Route. Discoteca. <laughs> 33. I'll find it. Hang on. Uh, uh, it's um. Oh fuck. I I, would I can't say remember the place. Everybody on this show has had enough combination of like tan and some. Is it pla- headliner? Maybe it's headliner. Well, I'm just talking about the show. You find the place. Everyone in this show has such a funny combination of like plastic surgery, like plastic surgery, and tans that they just look surprised. Yeah, they all do. the time. <laughs> yeah, and they're offended all the time too. So it kind of works out perfectly that yeah, they are surprised. Yeah, there's a good reason behind it. All right, so if you want to go out in uh, in Jersey and really see the experience, I suggest you go to uh, go to Jenks. Mm-hmm. In in uh, Point oh, Pleasant, but go like Jax after is Labor a Day. Classic. That's been a a staple. I've heard that forever now. Yeah, you got to go there. Uh, you got to go to. Um, uh, you can go anywhere in Seaside. You can go to uh, Karma. Oh my God. I'm sorry, Mike. <laughs> uh, you got to go there, dude. I think a lot of the places that I used to go to are closed down wow. for, for good reason. It's left you behind, huh? Yeah. Um, oh God, I cannot remember that for the life of me. Go to Osprey in uh, Manasquan. Mm-hmm. That's a, a good one. I cannot for the life of me remember what this place in Hazlitt was called, but I hated it. <laughs> And it was sounds uh, great, <laughs> dude. It was just like all of these places are just like a perfect example of like you just go and there's these fucking juice heads. Everybody's jacked. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, gym culture exists in in. When I was in Jersey, I was in the best shape of my fucking life. 
I can tell you that. It had to be, yeah. I, if you wanted to, anybody, a, a girl to even talk to you, you couldn't just be some schlub in Jersey. Not in North Jersey, at least. Um, but anyway, you just got like, to go and experience it to really understand. It's like its own subculture. And if you're, if you're not really like down with it, you're not going to understand these people. And you're going to look at them as freaks. But really, they're just living the life that everybody else is living up there. You know? Yeah. I, I would say it's not too far off from my personal experience. It's just also like it's fun to visit different cultures. How about that? <laughs> yeah. How about that? You don't need it. to agree with what they're doing. You don't need to agree with their crimes and misdemeanors. Not yeah. not many misdemeanors, but uh, uh, certainly crimes. Certainly felonies. <laughs> certainly <laughs> felonies, and uh, you don't have to agree with everything. Just just sit back, have a good time. Uh, so 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 this really being my first episode I've ever seen of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, out of five uh, happy boyfriends sitting on the couch. I'd give it a four. I'd give it a four. Uh, I gotta four give it in a, terms of like I was mostly entertained. Uh, I was there was no plot to this actual episode. Not Truly, at all, really. Not a thing happened, but I was interested because they're just so crazy. I yeah, like we watched the episode together right before we taped, and they just were very funny. Yeah. Constantly saying funny things and just constantly saying crazy things. And, and then the guys were just talking about pussy in front of their wives. Yeah, and at stuff. one point. Kind of uh, gross, but like funny. Yeah, at one point, uh, I believe uh, Joe Gorga was like, hey, you got a good piece of pussy. You fucking, you know how to treat a woman after that. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's, it, it was, it, it was, and this was at like a dinner table and everyone yeah. laughed like he said like the greatest joke. <laughs> yeah. You I, got, you I got, had good pussy before. Yeah, you got some fucking pussy juice on your face. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, pass the pasta for Jewel. <laughs> you're like, oh my God, this is dinner in North Jersey? This guy's talking about pussy juice. Yeah. yeah. It was, uh, it was great. Yeah. So I, I you know what? I, I was between th- three and four. I'll give it three and a half. Uh, huh. I'll bring it down half a grade. Yeah. I mean, there was it, no pot, it, but it was yeah, still fun. Not at all. Uh, it's in season, so I'm sure we'll be talking about it a lot. It's in season, like squash. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's in season. Hopefully, as more stuff happens, we'll uh, be able to talk about it a little more. I know Vanderpump is coming back kind of soon, too. Also, Lisa Vanderpump left the Orange County um, Beverly Hills cast. Yeah. So she is no longer a housewife, technically. She is just uh, basically her own thing now. Which is, I'm sure, is fine because Vanderpump, fine. I think, is their highest rated show. It does, yeah, I think it does much better. So I, I don't see any problem with that. But uh, listen, out of five, guys, what would you give it, Mike? This show? Yeah, I gotta give it a five just because it's Jersey, and I don't want to like I can't badmouth. <laughs> like I gotta, I gotta perpetuate the culture mm-hmm. and and like the British Empire. Like I, I have to, I would have to be like knighted by uh, the state of New Jersey for. Um, uh, expanding the borders culturally, yeah. but yeah, the, I mean, I don't the know. The sun never sets on the Jersey Empire. Exactly. Right? Uh, it's it's hard to say because I'm given five just basically out of solidarity, and uh, <laughs> I do love Teresa uh, for reasons I don't necessarily understand. I kind of feel bad for her. I think that Joe really did get like the uh, a raw deal, um, and it's gonna get shipped back to Italy. That's a fucking that's a nightmare and and shouldn't happen. So like, for that reason. I got to give it a five, but like overall, I mean, there's no real storyline. I wish there was, um, they are fascinating and entertaining <laughs> in a way they that are. like a lot of these other housewives are kind of like whatever, but I, I think they have the most personality out of any of them. But I mean, you know, it's, uh, it's a five strictly <laughs> because I gotta be, you know, I can't let okay. my people down. 
you know? Yeah, it, it's continuing the Ponzi scheme of perpetuating North Jersey is all right. If me. I don't believe in it, who will? Yeah, exactly. America won't believe in it. That's so right. we got to keep the party going. <laughs> uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. As always, rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. <laughs> uh, we're kind of lacking on reviews right now. So get in there, review it, get us back in the top 200. We really appreciate it. Tell a friend. Tell another girl. Tell some guy you're fucking. We don't care. Somebody just has to listen to this thing. I will fuck the guy you're fucking unless you rate this. Yep. That's. <laughs> Does it make sense? <laughs> How's that going to work? I don't know. But I'm at Mike Coscarelli on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm at Justin Perez on Twitter and at The Fartbox on Instagram. We thank you so much for listening, guys. And until next week, see you later. Bye. Peace. <laughs>